Welcome to the Spirit School of Ministry podcast, where we discuss discipleship in everyday life. All right, here we are. Here we are. We are starting a series today. We haven't done a well. We kind of did a series at the beginning mm-hmm. with fivefold, a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah we did. We did. Yeah. But we're gonna do another one. Four about four. <laughs> the twofold ministry. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're, no. what's, what's that? <laughs> Leading and following. <laughs> yes. We're gonna talk about leadership oh, nice. for the next uh, couple of yes. next couple of sessions yes. here together. Wonderful. Yeah, Pastor Bob is uh, has an assignment to train leaders. Yes. Yeah. yeah. From who? So. And sometimes you fail miserably at your assignments. <laughs> you ever notice that? No, <laughs> you're good at it. You're good at it's training like, leaders. So we're uh, going to yeah. pull on your wealth yes. of oh, knowledge depth. today. Extreme depth. Yes. Of, yeah. Depth, height, width, mm. all of it. <laughs> <laughs> now you're talking about <laughs> my weight Something problem. Else. Oh, my <laughs> That's it. I'm out of here. Wow. <laughs> you guys okay. figure out this leadership on your own. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs> We'll jump into it today. Uh, let's do this. Here's the question to start off. Why are there leaders, Pastor David? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean, there's there's leaders because if, um, you know, God has actual plans and things that he's trying to achieve. And so he's calling people and appointing people to enact those plans. Um, and so there has to be a vision. There has to be somebody who's going first. Uh, it could be known. You could think of it as like a pioneer. You could think of it as somebody that just sees more clearly than others maybe, but, um, yeah, leaders are necessary. If you want to get anywhere, you have to have someone pointing the way, at least unless you're God, (laughs) you know, he leads himself. He's the number one leader. Um, and so he's going to call others to share that quality of him and say, Hey, you know, where are we going? And I think like any good leader is probably a follower first, but as we follow our leader, Jesus will become like him and he's a leader. So that's kind of the church answer of why there would be a leader, but what would you guys think if I were to say that to you? Well, it all depends. I think if we want to do the church biblical answer, I would say because God made it that way. He <laughs> want he's you know he's a leader. He wants leaders to follow him and be leaders at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we want to do the non-church answer, yeah, it's because some people just want to be in charge. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> that's how it goes. <laughs> You know, well, that's well. It's really not a non-church answer. Actually, it's actually a very world, you know, related answer because people, you know, go into this dog-eat-dog world and they want to be in charge of other people. They want to control other people, right? And they use the thing that that God actually created leadership uh, a good thing, and they pervert it. Mm -hmm. So that's my answer, right? Sort of. Okay. Okay. Well, I think like what you're saying, like right off. Just to put things in contrast here, when we're talking about leadership, we're talking about biblical, biblical godly leadership, um, not being, like you said, something to serve the leader, but for the leader to serve those he's right. leading. Mm-hmm. So just to contrast that right at the beginning, because we're talking about like why are there leaders? For me, like one of the first things that comes to mind is to for God to be able to um, distribute his will to groups of people through a yielded vessel. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think also it's really important to start with that contrast that we talked about because uh, I think a lot of people have either a warped idea of what a leader is or uh, just a false idea. Mm -hmm. They just don't know 
They, either they've never seen a leader manifested or demonstrated the way God decided it should be, mm-hmm. or they just have their own, you know, the experience they've had, they have ideas that these leaders, are, they're just off. They're, they're not God's way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's a real, I mean, I, we should establish that since we're doing a series on this because <laughs> people, if they come with, the, with a preconceived idea of what a leader is, that, and bring that to this discussion, it gets a little crazy really quick mm-hmm. because they'll bring this like to this worldly context mm-hmm. into a very uh, godly uh, thing that he uh, designed right yeah. from the beginning. Right, right. Well, yeah. yeah, I was thinking about some people will only respond to what we would think of as a worldly leader, somebody that's bringing control. So it's like a little kid that will only listen when you yell. Like it takes somebody coming in Mm -hmm. and a lot of people are conditioned to only respond to like force control direction. That's all that they, they don't have the maturity to follow somebody that's trying to empower and free and suggest. And like all that is just taken as, Oh, that's not really a leadership. That's like a friend. That's not somebody I'm going to listen to. I'm going to listen to the person that comes and domineers over me. Mm -hmm. So I think there's like, um, just in my view that it takes a lot of grace and a lot of maturity not just to lead, but to follow and to like, to be somebody that says like, I want this type of leader and I will actually respond to this type of a leader. Mm-hmm. Cause people can go and read, you know, and <laughs> read about Jesus and read all the godly leadership books and take pastor Bob's great, you know, leadership training. Um, and yet people are not at the mature point to follow somebody like that. They're used to being bullied around or they're used to mm-hmm. being so self-determined that it takes somebody coming in with force mm-hmm. to alter their direction because they're not teachable and they're not humble in any way. So that was just something coming to my mind that mm-hmm. we have to like um, allow our leaders to lead us. Yeah, I think, uh, uh, David, that's actually the premise behind God's leadership is that it requires people to yield, mm-hmm. right? Just like, you know, Jesus, he came to his own, his own received him not. There wasn't this yielding and accepting of leadership. And I think in the world, situation it's a dominant type it's dominance over people like i said i believe it's something that comes right from the pit of hell where uh things are like forced on people rather than people yielding to them out of a true heart Mm -hmm. and those that's a different kind of leadership and uh, and actually it requires a different kind of leader right (laughs) that's the other side of that it takes a you know someone who's uh benevolent caring um, not not afraid to say it the way it is and then actually just say it mm-hmm. um, and uh, the way God is. And, right. you know, he's, you know, this God of love, but then he still will tell you mm-hmm. when your stuff's gone sideways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's a really good leader yeah. to me. And so, but I think what we've seen demonstrated traditionally over, you know, thousands and thousands of years on earth here is leaders that are the total opposite. Mm-hmm. You know, it's right. very selfish. It's very self-motivated. It's very much wanting to be at the top of the heap. And that's, you know, and Jesus comes and like, I come to serve everyone. Right. Yeah. Right. And lead. Yeah. At the same time. At the same <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah. yeah. And I was thinking when you were talking, David, about um, leaders, really the requirement is that they're good followers. Um, mm-hmm. That's so true because, mm-hmm. um, and you were talking about like yielding, there's a yielding that's required on all sides because the leader must be absolutely yielded. Like you will not be effective as a leader um, if you're not yielded. That will 
I believe, um, be the limiting factor actually of your leadership is how well you can yield to being mm-hmm. led. Yeah. And, um, so it's not a, it's not an exalted position. It's a very low, humble, mm-hmm. um, position, understanding that your life is not your own and that mm-hmm. you are, <laughs> you are reserved and, and set apart for God's, for God to work his will through you. Right. And that requires yeah. the complete surrender of your will. So Absolutely. Like, I think both the leader and mm-hmm. the follower, and sometimes they can be interchanged, mm-hmm. um, both have to be motivated by the right reason. Yeah. And it has to be a godly reason if we're talking about godly leadership. Mm-hmm. Like I said, in the world, you know, <laughs> the motivation comes in a lot of different forms, and it's usually to dominate. Yeah. It's usually to get something that somebody has to push them in the direction to use them. Mm-hmm. And uh, God, he's not really, uh, he's not that way. Right. Or yeah. like, I want to be a leader, and then, but really your goal is to stop leading anywhere. Right. It's like, oh, I've just arrived. Right. I've made it to the top of the, the, the pyramid. And then yes. you're not a leader anymore, even though you're the leader, capital L, right. but you're not leading anywhere anymore because all you wanted to do was climb the ladder. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I think also that the heart of, behind a leader has to be that the people they're leading it's to lead them into a higher place. Mm-hmm. It's not to keep them, you know, subjugated and just in a lower place. And that's the whole godly aspect, right? Mm-hmm. That's the whole, uh, you know, thing that comes out of the whole Bible from beginning to end. Colossians talks about this, like, you know, a Genesis. Time. There's this desire for uh, us to be pulled into a place of uh, with God mm-hmm. and uh, ruling and reigning, if you will. Uh, sharing in his glory and who he is, he that's his desire. That's not something we could just come up with and mm-hmm. figure out on our own. Mm-hmm. And when you see a leader like that, you uh, actually, I think you're actually very drawn to that kind of a leader. Yeah. Um, unless you have a reprobate mind and you just don't care about anything, <laughs> you know, then you're then you're then they're an offense to you. You didn't right. get enough yeah. sleep the night before. <laughs> just a little yeah. detail. Sorry about that. I went off the deep end on that reprobate right. mind thing. Next question. <laughs> Sorry. We're laughing through reprobate mind. Swirling around in my yeah. mouth right now. Yeah. Well, you know, poor Liz. Now she's had this. You know. Pneumonia or something going on, and then you I'm have fine. It's and you have little, Cyclops, you know, Pastor David over uh, there, and the poor guy. He's fine. Like, no one watches yeah, the video no, anyway. They're just right. listening. <laughs> I'll point it out to you guys. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's okay. <laughs> All right. Next question. <laughs> These questions came from Pastor Bob too. So it's great. Uh, lead me not into He's temp- asking his own questions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> lead, lead me not into temptation. Pastor Bob. <laughs> yes. Who determines a leader? Oh, well, once again, if it's a God point of view or a man point of view, because in... Let's just stick with God point of view. Well, except they cross quite a bit, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, because um, God, uh, men have self-determination. Mm. That's a big thing, right? Like, if I can just dominate everybody around me, I'm, I'm decided I'm going to be the leader. With God, uh, he actually is the, he's the final... He's got the final say. He raises up one, sits down another. He, that's it's in right. his. It's really completely in his jurisdiction. And he doesn't and, give reasons why. Well, he, actually, he gives one really great reason, okay. and Pastor David's going to love this reason. Mm-hmm. His reason is because of his great grace for us. Like he he wants he wants to 
lead us and be a leader and have us have great leaders because he loves us so much and his grace is poured out toward us and he wants to draw us to him. It's really kind of, you know, I know it sounds a little weird religious or gooey, (laughs) but that's really who he is. He's this benevolent king, you know, and like when, you know, like in Samuel when they rejected, you know, him and they got their first king, Mm. you know, I think there was actually kings in the earth before that. And obviously there were, and I think there were kings in the hearts of men before that which is a whole different thing. But um, but I think they really, you know, we, and we can do that in our lives today too. We can just reject him. And so, yes, to answer your question or my question or whatever it was, <laughs> uh, I believe that choosing is of God. Okay. Okay. I think it's fully in his. Now, how that manifests in the church mm-hmm. is a whole nother thing. Right. Because there's authority given in the church. Mm-hmm. Um, power and authority, and I believe the church as a uh, as a as a whole, as an entity that God's created also has authority to choose leaders, mm-hmm. and, and they're doing it as a uh, uh, extension from God, yeah, like, and Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. you know, like, and so it's not like just on their own, right? Uh, I mean, they could do it on their own. Uh, matter of fact, many churches I believe do do it on their own, but mm-hmm. uh, the reality is. Uh, they must see themselves as agents of the Father, you know, agents of Holy Spirit, agents of Jesus Christ, um, picking people that are qualified and and love God and and doing it for the right reasons, have the care of the church in mind, not just their own uh, benefit and their own exaltation. Yeah, is that a long yeah. answer? No, I mean, I <laughs> I just think you know, Paul said the exact same thing in Acts twenty. He mm-hmm. said, um, "Pay attention." to yourself, careful attention to yourselves and to all the flock in which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers yeah. to care for the church of God, which he obtained with his own blood. So that's Acts twenty twenty eight, mm-hmm. And it's really what you're saying is that mm-hmm. Paul had determined with his team, his apostolic team with Silas and, mm-hmm. you know, maybe Timothy and some of these other guys, um, they had determined who the elders were. If you read Acts 13, they had laid hands mm-hmm. on people and they, they commissioned them, but it was the Holy Spirit, he said, that made those people the overseers. Mm-hmm. And there were qualifications that he used that he documents in uh, First and Second Timothy and Titus Absolutely. to choose them. And yet it's the call of God. Um, mm-hmm. And the reason, like you said, is because of his grace and because of his care for his church that he obtained with his own blood. So that's the value that he put on the church. And so because he cares about the church so much, he's going to appoint stewards and gatekeepers and defenders of the flock because of the incredible value that he has poured out on the church. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, that's a challenge for me as a leader. Like, do I care about my flock, you know, the way that he does, you know, do I, do I feel the same concern for the high school group or for the discipleship school that, that he does because he, he gave his own blood for them and he made me an overseer to uphold their value, you know, to uphold who they are and bring them into something that he purchased for them. Um, and if I lose track of that and I don't pay careful attention to the flock and myself, mm-hmm. I can never deliver his his yeah. care and his heart for those people. Mm-hmm. Well, I, yeah, I think also I'll ask you a question, Pastor Liz, and that is, uh, as a leader, aren't you a representative of God in I, the church? I, I, I tried. I aspire to be. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, isn't that the, yes, isn't that that is that the heart the, of a leader the, is you're the representative? We are representatives, yeah, whether we're good or bad is the well, question. Good or bad. Yeah, <laughs> that is the assignment yeah. Yeah, of, so, of leadership is uh-huh. to 
um, be the instrument of God's will, (laughs) you know, in the earth with people. Yeah. And that's a, that's a, a a challenging opportunity. (laughs) (laughs) But what I hear you guys saying is that the, um, you know, as far as who determines a leader, it's, it's a call from God. It's an assignment from God. It's an anointing from God. It sounds like, Mm -hmm. uh, and just like every other gift that he gives, the church um, recognizes and authorizes. Yes. So just like any other gifting, you know, prophecy, mm-hmm. gift of healing, gift of teaching, any of those things, there's a recognition of what, of who God made someone to be. Mm-hmm. And then there's mm-hmm. a, there's usually a training and an equipping and a qualifying and then an authorizing. Yeah. yeah the, the, it's a there. confirmation process Yeah, is what happens is, yeah. you know, it, the church is, confirming who God's revealing mm-hmm. yeah. in that process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when I was saying like there's he doesn't give a reason, what I meant was he doesn't say like, well, I chose this person for these reasons. And you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Like cuz sometimes we're like how, how does he pick? Like why does he pick one and not the other? You know what I'm yeah. saying? This question comes up a lot in a Don't lot worry, this person's of areas. this person's going to grow the church by 100 people. Don't right. worry. Like, yeah. He's not like <laughs> and he doesn't, he's not explaining himself. He doesn't. He doesn't justify, he doesn't explain, he doesn't rationale, like he doesn't reason things out with us. He says this one. That one. <laughs> <laughs> that one. Yeah. You know, and then mm-hmm. it's it's up to the church for each one of us to first of all accept our mm-hmm. calling assignment, but then also the um, those of each other and to honor them and to work together. Mm-hmm. But um, I just think it's interesting sometimes with leadership. Cause I think sometimes people have ideas about why certain people are placed in mm-hmm. certain positions and really um, does come down to the choosing of the Lord. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, it's easy to look past that. Mm-hmm. Like I said, if your whole frame of reference is a worldly frame of reference, yeah. right? Because yeah. in the world, you're going to have those are my friends, those are my family, those right. are the people who can benefit me. Mm-hmm. Those that's a good that's a good connection I should make mm-hmm. because that's going to you know that's going to uh, empower me more and give me more influence, mm-hmm. right? And so I want that leader on my team or that person on my team, and I'll raise them to a leader so they feel like they have some say and but i'm actually using them yeah uh maybe even abusing them in the yeah. process and uh that's it's just not the lord's way mm-hmm. and so like i said the the strange thing about all this is that we have this benevolent king who we can barely wrap our minds around in our best day yeah. like how he can be that that you know that good and that uh, accurate and that you know for you um and for his whole his whole people, mm-hmm. not just a person, mm-hmm. and that every all of his intents and purposes is to grow this the church into right. his likeness and image. Right. Like that's uh, it's hard to it really is with the context of you know our lives. It's hard to imagine that in many cases, and so we 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 bring some of our worldly stuff into. Uh, judging whether or not a person should be a leader, whether I will submit to that leader, mm-hmm. how I'll look at that leader, what right. I, we bring all that in, and and it's and it's an interesting uh, it's an interesting situation we have. Mm-hmm. It's not it, it's not so easy. <laughs> Don't try this at home. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not. No. it requires the leading of Holy Spirit. 
<laughs> oh yeah, and the yielding to him. Yes, that, that's the yeah, thing. The yielding. Every, every, yeah, oh, that's the, the hard part. <laughs> Everything in the pot leadership requires yielding. <laughs> yeah. On every level. On every right? level. That's the one thing. Uh, I mean, we are all, uh, all three of us here, being pastors. We um, we understand the leader that we've been placed in positions to lead, right? Mm-hmm. At different levels, different things. Um, a lot of times people who haven't been placed in that position, they look at leaders and they have ideas about what leaders look like, what they, how they should be, how they behave. That you know, It goes on and on and on. Right. And, but we're actually bringing to the people listening to this um, hopefully a perspective of uh, what we actually believe we're looking for in leaders. Mm-hmm. Like w- we are actually looking at their character because mm-hmm. everything we've yes. talked about is very mm-hmm. character based here. It's mm-hmm. not based on just yeah. what they earned, right. you know, or who they know or you right. know, that kind of thing or what they bought themselves into, which is another aspect. Or how many of, miracles they can do or yes, how well they can mir- sing yes. yeah. how well they can preach. Yes. And so the, it's a different kind of thing. Be, and I believe it's important for people listening to this, even if they don't think of themselves as a leader, to understand these principles so that they will better uh, discern and yield to leaders, mm-hmm. ones that God's put in their life. Mm-hmm. So they can, and I mean discern, like if, if not just judge worldly, but go, oh, so God did call this person. He did confirm them. And now, you know, and when I say discern, you should discern their character. You should be looking at not, you know, hey, I don't like the way, you know, I don't like the way they, you know, the shirt they wear or something like that. No, mm-hmm. it's like who, who they like, who are they really like? So what I should go through you know? the list of qualifications in Titus and say, nope, this guy doesn't do that. This guy doesn't do that. This guy doesn't yes, do that. Yes, you should do that. <laughs> I think a lot, of, a lot of people do that. They'll look at a leader uh-huh. and they'll say, oh, well, like there's this one right. thing here and they're obviously not qualified. His kids right. are completely yeah. out of oh, they're completely. <laughs> yeah. So he needs qu- to put them in subordination. Yes. And the question is, are you qualified to judge that person? <laughs> yeah. And have you, you know, and to what level? Because there a log in your those, those instructions are really to a uh, church leader and a church, by the way, more than just a leader. We we talk about it like it's to a uh, to a specific person. It was written, but it was written for a church, mm-hmm. and it was really for a church to actually see a person's life. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't just on one person. And uh, and how to work with that person in their life. It's setting up qualifications. It's setting up standards, if you will. Uh, but it doesn't say they have to be perfect at everything either. Right. Right. The, I mean, because either we're all working out our salvation, or you know, we're all done. <laughs> so. yeah, yeah. Yeah. We have to follow flawed people. Yeah. And it's it's been humbling for me because it's like it's so easy to judge leaders, put yourself on the judgment seat. I'd do it different. I'd say it differently. Um, but so many times I've just been wrong, you know, and like over time you're just like, wow, I was completely wrong about that person. I judged them so quickly. I thought they didn't love the word at all. And then it turns out that they like memorized the word and you know, like you just get things so wrong when you look at surface level or you're, you're looking through your own lens of ambition or Mm -hmm. what you would do. Mm -hmm. And so over time you're going to be proven wrong again and again and again. And then, you know, hopefully, you know, hopefully I'm getting to the point where I can say, hey, you know, I have this instant reaction to my leader and that's not correct. Like I need to pray through that. I need to not judge that leader. I need to support and love that leader. Um, And, you know, eventually I'm going to see their heart behind it and I'm going to be able to come in line with God's direction. 
Uh, because like my initial reaction to leadership is not always good. <laughs> it's just not, it's like, uh, I don't think anybody really likes, mm. likes it, you know, in our flesh, but we have to set our mind on the spirit. Yeah. Um, just a thought. <laughs> well, it's hard to, I mean, it's hard and challenging to follow flawed leaders. It is extremely challenging to lead as a flawed person. Oh, yeah. I think I, I think I can check both those boxes yes. in my own life. <laughs> no, I'm saying it is. Uh, Me too. It takes a lot of courage. You guys. <laughs> it, takes, <laughs> it takes a lot of courage to stand up and say, I know myself and I know uh, everything that's in me and all the wrong and all the flaws. Amen. And yet I'm willing to say yes to the, the call of leadership. Mm -hmm. That takes a lot of courage. And then you live your life out in front of people who do criticize, you know, and, yeah. and have right to because people are, we make mistakes. I wish I represented God a lot better than I do Yeah, too, yeah. you know, but that's a, it, uh, yeah, it's I mean, I went, I went through the ringer. I mean, last week we were both ordained in front of the church and there was like now the week before that I was, afflicted. I was sick the week before. I mean, he, <laughs> You know, he came after you afterwards. Satan. The Lord I mean, was Satan. No, it was the Lord God. smiting both of you. Uh, we God, know that. God, God would never send sickness, you know, we hear unless we read Exodus and then when he did he that. He was burning out uh, of your lives. But, <laughs> but man, yeah, I was going through that week and I was sick and I was like, is this God? He's saying, I'm not ready. I'm not qualified. And then, you know, the enemy comes in. It's like, look how you talk to them. Look how you did this. And yeah, we're never going to be perfect in, you know, in our leadership, but it's, it's like, are we willing to grow and are we willing to be obedient to God and, and show up, you know, even if we're not going to do a perfect job. So yeah. God sent you a big sign said, welcome to leadership. <laughs> Lots of fun, fun and games. Yeah. So is a uh, leadership a calling or an assignment? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I think it's a calling because you might not yet have the assignment, hmm. but you sense the calling from God. And are you willing to prepare yourself for that? You know, like you sense the calling, hopefully other people somewhat confirm it. But, you know, when I first heard the calling to be a pastor, I, I couldn't even like talk to strangers or anything. And so it was completely impossible, but I really felt that. And I was like, am I willing to learn emotional intelligence? Not you guys can testify. I haven't learned it very well, but <laughs> I'm still, great. I'm still You're trying. You're you know? working. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Someone said I ain't broke, but I, I just ain't finished yet. You know? So like the Lord just hasn't finished me yet, I you know? So, things. um, yeah, but anyway, I've just, yeah, I mean, you might feel the calling, but, um, you haven't yet been assigned the thing that, you know, you feel called towards. Um, but you can do everything you can where you're at. You know, like a lot of times people or a couple of times people have asked my counsel feeling like they're supposed to move somewhere or be a missionary or go start a ministry. And I said, um, and I stole this from my wife cause she was a missionary, but <laughs> I said, you know, are you willing to do here what you would do there? Are you willing to do in this mm -hmm. position what you would do overseas or what, what you would do in that other city? Are you willing to serve people, volunteer at your church? Are you willing to love your family? Are you willing to give? Are you, you know, are you willing to do the things? Cause you're not just going to start doing it when you get the assignment. Mm -hmm. I think you need to start leading when you feel the call or start preparing yourself for that assignment because the assignment, you're not just going to start the minute that you get appointed to something. Right. Yeah. It's not going to happen. So, yeah, I completely agree with that. I believe that, you know, there is an assignment that comes. It can, it obviously comes from the Lord, but it can come through the church. Mm -hmm. It can come through for a, a lot of reasons. Actually, it can come because of a need, actually, yeah. mm -hmm. just because there's a need and, and there's the assignment. Yeah. But the um, I think when you're sensing the call or you've been called, let's say you got some kind of prophetic word or you know something, okay? Or maybe uh, people who are leaders over you just 
start saying, hey, you know what? I see in you like, you know, a call into this one area. Um, you, it's on us, you know, to make our calling and elections sure. Mm -hmm. And so it really requires us to step up to that and start applying ourselves to that. That doesn't mean taking over and just becoming a leader instantly. That's like what David was saying. But yeah. it's really understanding that if there's going to be an assignment to something later, you should uh, qualify yourself by means of caring for your life and how you're preparing yourself for that assignment, uh, how you're getting your life in order in different mm -hmm. ways, and also how you're serving other leaders. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's the, and serving the church in general, because if you're not doing that, then who's going to follow you? Is serving a leader like being an armor bearer? God, I hate that. <laughs> That's Pastor Bob's calling. I know, I know, I know. Like carry people's Bibles around, right? You, you carry their three Apple watches I, and armor their armor No, yeah, three. I'm then into yeah Apple watch. No, I, I'm into the sword part of the armor. I'm okay with being armor That's bearer if you let That's me kill iPad. some people. <laughs> Just thought I'd throw that one to you. Uh, yeah, you guys are so you're so mean to me all the time. I mean, you know, I, you know, can people actually like comment on some of these videos or things? Yes, you so, can. Like and subscribe and comment. Like and subscribe, yes. and I want you to subscribe and like, and then I want you to write things to these two about how they mistreat me all the time. They love it. That's why they listen to this. <laughs> I'm just yeah. going to bring a big old punching bag in for you guys to get it out of your oh. system. Literally. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I was thinking about the difference between the calling and the assignment. That was really the difference between uh, Saul and David in the Bible is that Saul, mm -hmm. Saul received his calling and almost immediately received his assignment and he was put as king. Um, and then David received his calling and didn't become king till he was 37 when he was king of both kingdoms. And he really had to develop. Um, and we were just talking before how he didn't really do that well in a lot of areas. But, you know, well, he did he did do a little do bit better well than Saul. Either. So, um, yeah, I think it's like there is that like qualifying time and like where things are getting ironed out of you and in the iron furnace of affliction. Yes. Well, yeah. most things. <laughs> David didn't have everything worked out. <laughs> He's not, he obviously had some issues. Joseph's a better example. Yeah. He's a pretty, yeah. pretty good guy. We don't, yeah. we don't like the Joseph example. No, no one wants no. to be Joseph. No one wants to identify with so, Joseph in the Bible. That's it. So you want to be. He's too much like Jesus. He's too much like Jesus. <laughs> that's the one part about actual leadership that you're facing, right? If you're in the likeness and image of Jesus, it's crucifixion of oh. your life. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody wants to talk. Let's we don't get, tell let's them that. that. We'll we, talk we wait until there. I get accused of like talking about third? death too much, so yeah. I'm not. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're, it's true. You do do that a lot. Yeah, let's talk about that later, like in <laughs> okay. series three of okay, this we'll thing. Okay, we'll have a death series. Death series. <laughs> okay. of, so the you want to be a leader. That would be a good one. <laughs> How to kill a leader. <laughs> Three easy lessons. How to kill yourself so you can live. Do you, David, here's the question. I'm really, Get back I'm really filtering myself. You're doing so good. What leadership you're demonstrating here. <laughs> I don't want to stumble anyone. All right, yes. question for you, David. Do you have uh, some examples of a leader or qualities that you try to emulate? Jesus. No, I'm just kidding. But no, yeah, I mean, Jesus <laughs> is the ultimate, ultimate example. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, um, you know, my mentor, my youth pastor, Scott, he's, he's the one that discipled oh, yeah. me. And I really 
I take a lot from him. Um, not necessarily his safety procedures with, with youth trips. Um, but it was a different time when he was in those, but we had a lot of fun. Uh, but really like he, what he did was, you know, he led with a team and he would include people and he'd pray with us and, you know, he'd have meals with the, the youth staff and, and the team. And, uh, I think that's so important. I haven't been able to do that as much as I want to with little kids, but, you know, spending yeah. time and eating, eating with people. I think Jesus led that way. And it might seem like a, you know, a strange thing to put in there, but, you know, sharing life with, mm -hmm. with people that you're supposed to be leading and, you know, teaching them that you care about them, not just what they can do for you. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, making it your mission, like, Hey, these are the people that are on my team. They're not just my tools. Mm -hmm. They are my brothers and sisters. And I see them as ones that are going to lead. I'm trying to make them go beyond myself. Um, so I definitely saw him, uh, do that in an incredible way. And the legacy that he has at his church, Calvary Santa Barbara is amazing. The youth program through all the different generations, you know, it's, it's come from his ability to take people under his wing and create teams and, you know, really like, um, show his heart to people and, and give people the same vision that he has, um, over time. It doesn't happen quickly, right? It's something that's like, um, a slow burn, like a walk, you know? So that was probably my clearest example that I try to, I try to follow is how he did stuff. Nice. And it was a great example. So, nice. yeah. What about you, Pastor Bob? Do I have to name names? Is this it? Uh, no, I'm not going to name names, but I'm going to say generally, well, I could name a few names, <laughs> but uh, I think our pastors and uh, elders in our church, some of my friends that, I, that I've had for many years, being the, an old guy here, um, that they, um, show, they showed me by their stick-to-itness and their faithfulness a tremendous component of leadership that it's uh, somebody you can depend on. And even yeah. when they go through really, really hard things, uh, matter of fact, even when they're not really happy with you, <laughs> they'll still, they're still leading and they're still uh, caring for you. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, there's a, I can, you know, like I said, there's a whole list there, but in our church, I've seen that, you know, as a uh, uh, very good examples. Uh, I've also seen that you guys are pretty decent examples to me as leaders. Uh, sometimes you you know you might not see yourself that way. I mean, I sometimes have to extrude that into your brains, but you um, you know you you lead pretty well actually. You're a, oh wait, you lead. Gee, thanks. Uh, you lead. Okay, <laughs> pretty, sort of okay. okay. I feel sort pretty okay. good. <laughs> you know, Liz knows. People don't know this, but my uh, compliments are very. <laughs> they're kind of different because yeah. you know there are. You didn't mess that up too bad. Right. You didn't mess it up too bad. Don't you screw did pretty it up. Okay. Yeah. You know. Well, yeah. you know. Nice it's, try. Yeah, you know it's it, it, you know it is biblical, right? Because if you if you compliment somebody too much, you the Bible tells you you put a net under their feet and they're taken mm, by that net. So I don't want your heads to be so big that we can't walk out of this place a little later. So, yeah. but yes, it, but in all seriousness, you guys are a very good example. You uh, you 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 do well, and it's a good thing. And so I so I know it's always easier to like look at somebody, you know. Uh, that um, positionally is above you as a leader. But I actually see people in my life that positionally that, you know, are uh, sometimes entitled, sometimes in just who we are in life um, as leaders, as g good examples of leaders to me. Like, mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to emulate that. Mm -hmm. I want to I be able to do it like that. And so I think if we relegate it to just somebody above us or somebody we consider above us, mm -hmm. uh, it's, 
I think we get a very limited view of what real, because you can find stuff out about leadership from all sorts of people if you let that speak to your life. Mm -hmm. Not just informational find out, but actually see their life, how they operate in that, how they walk through things. And it's never perfect. Yeah. It's never perfect. Right. And so, uh, yeah. Yeah. Rarely do I look in the mirror and see a good, <laughs> a good leader. <laughs> just like I'm, just like That's oh sad. yeah, I know. You're so a good sad. leader. No, nah, well, it's <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I do my are. best, but it's not so good sometimes. Well, but I, I think that's how like, everyone uh, feels. Like, well, oh yeah, you know, yeah, it's just like yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing what, <laughs> doing I, what, I, doing do. what I can. <laughs> this is what I got for you. I hope it's it works out. As good as out. it's gonna get. Well, hopefully, it gets a little better along the way, but I don't know. Yeah. Is that humility or false humility? <laughs> right. Well, I mean, we should put it on the. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go there right okay. now. Say, so, how do I do as a leader of our school? How do you? You're asking us to evaluate. You how do you right do now, live uh, right here? here wow. Like I know, I'm. I'm ready for it. It's just. <laughs> You do great. My evaluation's coming up soon, right? <laughs> You're my best wait, example of oh wait, ever they all, want, they all want raises. Yeah, my, it's time you for the raises. The to come. You cannot be I have motivated. Ever had. You cannot be motivated. You know, cost of living's going up out there. <laughs> I can't so think of bad. anyone who could do a better job than you. <laughs> Women and say more in their pauses. Apparently, the as the great leader I am, I haven't talked to you guys much about lying. <laughs> it's all about my bonus check. <laughs> all right, I'll let you off the hook. You don't have to. No. You don't have to tell me the truth here while we're yeah, recording. We're both too much of hirelings right now. <laughs> hirelings. I go first. You have to go first. You just hire you more time with hire him. people to moving tell, on. Next hire person. people to tell you how good you are. I'll let you know before I go to Greece. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're all leaving. Does that tell you something about your leadership? <laughs> We believe you are yeah. strong enough to do it on your own. Um, yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, uh, yes. Oh my gosh! Uh, what are uh, these questions? I think it's have... just the onion feet talking. Is oh my gosh! You're off the rails today. <laughs> yes. Off the rails. <laughs> All right. I won't shame Bob in front of everyone. I'll give him a bit of an evaluation of oh, his leadership. Okay. Ooh, okay? I won't shame you in front of everyone. Okay? Why not? I don't know. You want me to? I don't care. Whatever you say, I'm good. No, I mean, um, yeah, I really appreciate um, just like your oversight of our group and Uh um, how you, you know, you really care about us and you you pray for us. You see us as individuals and sons and daughters, even though I'm just your son in law. I'm not your actual son. Your son in law. You treat me, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) some some days. You treat me as as a son and uh, we all really know that you care about us and we know that you have a huge heart for the school of ministry and like, you're actually seeking God and you know, you want us to get to a certain place with that. Um, so I, I always think, you know, we're moving forward. And so that's something yeah. that gives me a lot of comfort is you're not just like, you're not complacent. Like I know you're always seeking God and you're trying to move us ahead and you care about us relationally, which is, that's something really hard for me is I always get task oriented and time oriented. And, um, you know, you're, you're really good at being like, Hey, let's take relational time and you know, let's, let's hear what everyone's thinking on this and get everyone's input which I try, I've been trying to learn from that. Um, makes people yeah. crazy sometimes, huh? Yeah. And no, so, like, yeah. And one thing uh, you could grow on is telling uh-huh. us what the podcast subject is going to be 
Sooner. That would be a <laughs> so good we could, thing. So that we Wait a could minute. I came up with all these like a month or two ago for you yeah. guys. But we didn't right? decide. Anyway. Sometimes Maybe I've improved since then. Sometimes you're like, oh, well, the decision's going to be made by Liz. The decision's going to be made That's by That's a good Gabe. leader, isn't it? Oh, well, you guys decide whatever you want. So I mean, sometimes you could just come and domineer over us a bit okay, more. Okay, I'll, I'll do think. that. You could you could add a little bit more worldly leadership to your, yeah. your leadership style. So <laughs> I love it. But you're great. Let me put the other <laughs> side. No, wait, wait. But you're great. I say, okay. The worldly leadership. Okay, you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. I expected that, so it's all right. <laughs> I almost said I did a Donald Trump to you, but then yeah. that wouldn't go on the <laughs> air. Fired. We probably get like canceled, right? If we, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're fired. Make word of life great again. Oh. <laughs> it's the most. Mag- That's too many letters. You, you know, Liz is the most magnificent leader. <laughs> it's not a good abbreviation. Molofa. Wow. <laughs> Make Word of Life We've Fellowship great again. On the, you better get us back here. You're okay. going to do his evaluation, or you just left, no, left me out there? I think he does a pretty decent job. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. Uh, you've learned so well, daughter. <laughs> nice try. Nice well, try. Okay. B plus. <laughs> you get a solid oh B minus. <laughs> I have a question. Does, um, does the enemy desire to lead people as well? Absolutely. Mm, I don't know. Have you talked to him recently? (laughs) (laughs) You want the truth on that one? (laughs) Unfortunately. I heard you were going to, heard you were going to summon him up against somebody. Yes, I was going to do that. (laughs) That Satan must be at her right hand. Oh, geez. Yes. It's biblical. What what does he think about leadership? Leadership? He definitely wants it. He wants to usurp it and he wants to be in charge of it all. And he wants everybody to be uh, subservient to him. He loves it. I think it's just I think it's part of the pride thing, right? That's why there can no there cannot be pride in leadership girls. Then you definitely have a worldly uh, aspect. You're not raising up people around you. You're not greater works than these shall you do. No, that's mm-hmm. not Satan. That's the Lord. Mm-hmm. All right? right. And so he's he's this total opposite, but it's it's a definite opposite, but it's also a very usurping, very uh, intimidating, very, you know, putting himself on people and being in charge. Mm-hmm. Like just, I'm in, I'm in control here, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. So yeah, I think he's a, definitely, you know, look at what he was doing to Jesus. Hey, bow down. Hey, you know, right. worship me. You know, it's like, sure. He wants to, he wants that. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't mean we have to like succumb to it if you want yeah, you know, what do you think? Well, I was just thinking. <coughs> excuse me. <laughs> um, more, more onions. No, one of the <laughs> one of the um, the notes here is you know Genesis one twenty eight where the Lord commands uh, man and woman to replenish, to subdue, mm-hmm. and to have dominion, mm-hmm. right? And so, absolutely. Um, just thinking about there is this wrestling for leadership in the earth uh, between you know, the enemy who wants to usurp authority. He mm-hmm. wants to be the one who's leading. He wants to be the one who's influencing and who's dominating, dominating. And, um, the, and contrasting that with the biblical leadership that is not dominance over people, but it is definitely dominance over, oh. over sin and over the yes. the enemy, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. There's a dominion there that, um, mm-hmm. is actually walked out in leadership. And I mean, there's positional leadership of like, you know, places of authority and organizations, but the leadership qualities of every believer to have dominion. 
mm-hmm. you know, that there's a, we have to be understanding that there's um, another, the adversary who desires to take leadership yeah. and that in the yeah. absence of godly leadership, he will. Well, he, he always brings in, uh, you know, a false flavor of it, right? The, mm-hmm. You know, counterfeit, if you will. Mm-hmm. So his, I, his, what he's going to bring in is that it's just a, it's a fake mm-hmm. and it's not, uh, uh, it's, it looks similar, but it's twisted, you know? So he's gonna, mm-hmm. he's gonna glob onto some of the things and then twist it. Mm-hmm. And, and then you, if you're not discerning, you'll just go, oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. That's what I was made for this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know? well, and I'm supposed to have dominion, right? right. I'm supposed to subdue right. all those things, which I think have take people have taken those to Absolutely. extremes to subdue other people and to have dominion over uh, other people. Mm-hmm. And that was never the yeah. demand. Yeah, it's like I've given you power and authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and all everybody around your life. Right. <laughs> Anyone who gets in your way. <laughs> Anybody gets in your way, you'll crush them like dust. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. everything can yeah. be brought to that level. Yeah, I think he definitely just to answer your question. I think he definitely has this counterfeit and he definitely wants that. I think that's, you know, what when pride was found in him, that's where it was. It was like, hey. Mm-hmm. By the way, he was he had a pretty cool spot with God. <laughs> just right. just saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, matter of fact, he had the one he probably had the best spot if mm-hmm. when you actually think about it, when you look about look at it in the prophets and you're talking about it, you know, he's a covering cherub over the throne of God. I mean, he's right there. Mm-hmm. And apparently he has access. You know, Job, hey, how's it going, God? You know, so it wasn't like, you know, he was given, he was this cherub that was given so much and yet more. He wanted more. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was, he wanted what wasn't given, Mm. which is, uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, He'd love to lead the church too. Uh Uh-huh. And that's really where he's trying to usurp authority mm-hmm. because he, the world already willingly gave mankind willingly gave him authority over the world. He's the God of this age. Right. But he's trying to usur- usurp authority over the church through doctrines of demons and you mm-hmm. know evil cultures. And uh, you know, even Peter in the first century had to say, Hey elders don't domineer over the flock. Right. Because already the enemy was trying to sneak in wolves into the church. And mm-hmm. so that's what we have to, you know, the person that's a wolf is probably not the person coming in saying like, oh, everyone, you know, like, well, I drink or, I, you know, I'm sleeping around. And this mm-hmm. the wolf is probably the one that's like, hey, let's put you under some religious bondage. Right. I mean, there could be wolves of two flavors. Right. Mm-hmm. But Satan, I mean, his leadership, a lot of times it looks religious. It looks it's a counterfeit, like you said. Like, Well, it I think competes. it's pretty much always religious. Mm-hmm. It it's just the religion takes on something, you know, in the mm-hmm. in the, you know, first century, they would you know, in prior probably prior to that, they were dealing with Gnosticism, which, you know, it's just evolved into uh, new ageism now or whatever you want to call it. And so, yeah, I think it's always been there and it's always used to dominate. Mm-hmm. It's always used to pervert uh, the king and his and him being the leader mm-hmm. of all, the head of the church, Jesus Christ, and, you know, to every knee will bow every tongue will come that that god <laughs> you know the god mm-hmm. that it's to get uh you off of that into something that sometimes looks kind of similar mm-hmm. but has a little twist mm-hmm. has a little and then what when you really dig into it you say oh it was to get your your attention or your submission to a leader or a king that wasn't 
the king mm-hmm. of kings. Mm-hmm. An idol. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it looks good. Yeah. Yeah. It's good on the surface. Yeah. Well, I think just coming back to the the motivation of godly leadership is always love. That's what it will all it will be love for God and mm-hmm. love for the people. And anything outside of that, you're stepping outside of you're stepping outside of God's um God's leadership, God's design, God's plan. Yep. And um I think we have to be always evaluating um our our own ways of leading and just our interactions with each other like is it is it love based or is it mm-hmm. from some weird positional thought like or i have to mm-hmm. defend my position or is it you know what i'm saying it's like Absolutely. there's a, um ways to discern is this the enemy trying to exert dominance or is this actually the righteousness of god um motivated by love in action because yeah. leaders will have they have to do a lot they have to hold you know they will hold standards they will hold truth they will guard, they will protect, they will do a lot of things that can sometimes seem um, mm-hmm. domineering, but it's not, it's never from, it should not be from a self motivated place to pre- protect anything of themselves, but That's actually true. to give mm-hmm. uh, life to people around them. So yeah. I don't know, it's an interesting topic. We have more to come on this one. Yeah, we're going to continue on this one. Yeah. It's well, funny, this topic does not affect just leaders. No, no. It affects everybody right across the board. Yeah. And it's so integrated into church mm-hmm. and to walking with God mm-hmm. on so many levels. Right. So it's a, it's a very serious uh, subject, and we'll make it a little bit of fun and games along the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do. Yeah. And uh, I think it'll work out. Okay. And put the fun in the fundamentals of leadership. <laughs> <laughs> He's too much. All right. With that, we will say goodbye. All right. Thank you for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to get the latest episode. And for more information, visit spiritschoolofministry.com.